Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to the Bobby Podcast. My name is Bobby Kazmaier and for the last two years I've been sharing my story in eating disorder recovery, showing the wins, the losses, the good days, the bad days, the ups, the downs of recovery, being authentic and vulnerable on this podcast, on TikTok, on Instagram, trying to make eating disorder recovery talk less taboo. Trying to destigmatize it, especially for guys, just because I'm a guy and I know that when I was deep in struggling, I didn't feel like I could talk to anyone about it. I felt really alone. So the goal of this is to just make everyone feel less alone about their own struggles to show that you're not alone if you are struggling with food and body image. Um, There is no diet culture talk on here. There's no weight loss talk on here. There are no numbers on here. Um, Everything is real and authentic. And I just want to help others and make you feel less alone if you're struggling. Um, I just recently got my degree in nutrition, uh, my undergraduate degree. It's just a crazy pipeline going from eating disorder to nutrition degree, but I I wouldn't trade my story for the world, my journey for the world. I feel like this happened to me for a reason. And that reason is to help others in their own recovery, in their own struggles. I'm not a professional yet, um, but that is the ultimate goal. But I'm just sharing my own story. And I really want to thank you for listening because none of this would be possible without you. And thank you. And I hope you enjoy the episode. All right. How are we doing? I I feel like I haven't recorded a solo pod episode in like over a month. I know it hasn't been that long, but it kind of feels like it has. Um, But anyways, today we're going to be talking about um, navigating an eating disorder or struggles with food. Um, while being in college, um, I thought this would be a very fitting episode. I feel like this episode would be more fitting during like early August, like when the semester starts, like when the school year starts. But I just figured because I am, as of today, I'm like 40 days away from finishing college, getting my degree in nutrition, which is like actually insane to me that like I'm that close to finishing college. Um, I thought it'd be fitting to kind of reflect on these last four years, um, navigating like just my relationship with food in college how i've been able to kind of improve and make strides in my um overall recovery from you know my eating disorders um throughout these four years because college is a very you know it's a very tough time it's a a time of transition um for most people like me this is like you're on your own for your first time um you know it's really just you uh, and I know for me, like being on my own uh, at the start initially was like part of the reason why I fell into binge eating in the first place. Um, so it's just, it's just, it's, it's a weird transition time. Um, it's just a, a lot's going on. You're with so many different new people that you just haven't met before. Um, you, it's kind of like a, it's just pretty much a culture shock. And that can be stressful if you've, you know, if you're already dealing with something as severe as an eating disorder or you're just struggling with food and, you want to um, get better. And it's, you know, sometimes it can feel like isolating and really tough, especially if you just like know that no one else around you is like going through what you're going through and like your support system is back at home and you're, you know, just living in a dorm room or something and uh, you just really feel so isolated. Um, So I want to just like 
I don't know, share some just like helpful, I don't know, tidbits of knowledge, uh, just based on my experience over the last four years of being in college while also, you know, having food issues. Um, and just hopefully, you know, for anyone who's like currently in college or they're going into college next year, or I mean, th these could honestly apply to, I don't know, things outside of college, but primarily like just because I've literally been, I mean, I'm, I'm recording, you know, on, on my college campus as I'm like right now. So like I'm literally in college right now. So I want to like, use this um as an opportunity like now that my time in college is almost coming to an end i want to use this time as an opportunity to just you know talk about how i've been able to navigate and deal with you know an eating disorder while being in college okay so so when i entered college i my relationship with food was actually pretty good like my junior senior year of high school or sorry no my junior year of high school sophomore junior year of high school <laughs> that was when i was in like the initial um parts of my eating disorder that was when like I knew that um what I was doing wasn't right um and it was a problem um and then my senior year of high school I actually had a really good relationship with food I had a good year with food I had a pretty healthy relationship with it and exercise as well and honestly there was like a direct correlation between it because I was lifting weights more so I realized I needed to eat more and food wasn't the enemy yada 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 um so I kind of entered college on like a pretty good note I really honestly wasn't too worried about um, you know, my an eating disorder and like struggling with food, I honestly felt pretty good about it going in. Um, and then it really only took like three weeks before I uh, fell into binge eating like consistently for the first time. And part of that was because I was on my own. Um, and that's a really stressful thing. And I think, you know, I, I'm someone who has, who uses food as stress being a coping mechanism, coping mechanism. So that played a part in the binge eating as well because I was so stressed about like being in a whole new environment. I, you know, I go to college out of state. So this is, I'm literally living in a different state. I'm living in a dorm room with someone I'm not familiar with. Like I went random from my roommate. Um, so I didn't know who I was living with. Like I barely knew him. Like, uh, classes were like, I don't know, classes weren't too hard at the time, but like, um, it, it was just stressful. You know, you, you're trying to make friends, you're trying to get involved on campus. Um, and you have the dining hall and the dining hall is interesting because you know i mean it obviously depends on what school you go to but for me the dining hall is kind of like a like like a buffet like you can you swipe in with your you know if you have like um like i had an uh unlimited meal plan so i swipe in and i can pretty much you know get eight servings of something if i wanted to and eat whatever i want because my parents aren't there to like cook me dinner and they can't tell me what to eat or what not to eat and like you could theoretically go and just eat forever or, or until the dining hall closes um which is like it it's just it feels like a whole new reign of freedom like i remember like the first couple times being in the dining hall like i would just try the most like bizarre food combinations um without really thinking twice about it um like i think i put like i don't know a slice of pizza on a burger it was just like i don't know it just feels like a whole new world to you um <laughs> and it's it's fun um for a little bit and then you just kind of you know you kind of i don't know fall back into just like okay it's just it's just um it's just really a dining hall at the end of the day um but that kind of it, it was <laughs> it, it ended up it ended up becoming tough for me when i fell into binge eating because um once you at least for me like once you know once you're into binge eating it's hard to kind of like stop um and especially, you know, me being, being, you know, this 18 year old freshman in college, like not knowing what to do about this, like binge eating that he like that, that I just randomly 
developed out of nowhere. Um, well, not out of nowhere, but it was the first time I was ever dealing with it, you know, for a long period of time. So when you're in the dining hall, it's kind of tough because you have this free reign of all this food and you just you just want to eat everything in sight, especially if you're stressed out and like you have like I think my freshman year I had classes like all morning and like I just like would go like you know x amount of hours without eating so I'd be starving and then when you're starving you naturally you're just craving all these different kind of foods and you just you just want to go crazy and eat everything in sight and that's kind of what happened once I fell back into binge eating my first like month um in college <laughs> first month or two um it was that and just like binging bags of trail mix every night in my dorm room um so that was how my, you know, first couple months of college started. Um, so I, I want to like circle back to the dining hall and like how to navigate the dining hall if that's what you have access to. I know not everyone, unfortunately, has access to a dining hall. I mean, maybe you have other ways of getting your food. Um, but if you live on campus, like if you're like a freshman, sophomore um, or whatever year, um, you're, you're typically going to the, to the dining hall for the majority of your meals. So, and if the dining hall is like kind of a buffet style, um, like how it was for me, um, when I, when I lived on campus, um, I, I have, you know, a, a couple tips. Um, the first would be to actually just walk around the whole dining hall first before you even like decide what to get, because I, at least, you know, for my dining hall, um, the, the, the most, I don't know, intriguing options like um, the the quote unquote bad foods. I, I hate calling them that, but like the, the you know the quote unquote bad foods were always right there up in front, so they were very easy to um, point out and be and just be like, okay, I'm just gonna go to, to the main line because it's right here and just get you know four slices of pizza and like I don't know um, eighteen scoops of pasta. I don't know, and I'm not saying like don't get these foods. Obviously, you know everything in moderation. That's like what I fucking preach. Um, but there are times where like, you're just not craving those kind of foods and you want something different uh, and you, well, you're, and you want like a, like a Buffalo chicken salad or you want, um, I don't know, um, steak. I, I'm literally drawing a blank on foods, but like, um, I, like what I started to do instead of just immediately rushing to the main line and, you know, getting one of everything, I would walk around, see what was at the dining hall and just be like, okay, like, um, what do I actually want? Um, and kind of just look at what looks good, what I really want. It's pretty much, it's pretty much intuitive eating, um, but just within the dining hall. And then you kind of look and decide, okay, like I want this, so I'm going to eat this. Um, and if that food is like the pizza and the ice cream and the pasta, of course, like go right ahead. Like that, that's just, if that's what you want, obviously go for it. But for me, I would end up getting so like stressed out and, um, distraught because I just wanted to eat everything there. Um, so that's, I would end up just getting way too much and I just wouldn't even like want those foods. I would just get them just to, just to get them, um, and just kind of eat them all in one sitting and then like, you know, feel shitty about it. Um, so once I kind of decided to kind of slow down and like look around the dining hall for a minute or two, really think about what looks good, what sounds appetizing, what I actually want, um, that went such a long way. Um, I felt way more in tune with like my actual cravings because like there were some days where I was craving a, a, a chicken salad with um they had this like chipotle kind of dressing it was so good like uh, chipotle ranch it was so good um there are times I was craving that there are times where I was craving a bowl of clam chowder with like cheese bread cheesy bread um 
I had that like every Friday. It was so good. Um, <laughs> I, I kind of miss dining hall food because I've lived off campus for the last two years. So I've been getting groceries for myself. I don't go to the dining hall anymore, but man, sometimes the dining hall food is kind of hit, man. But um, yeah, so walking around helped out a ton. Um, and the other thing I wanted to add, you know, I mentioned that like there were, you know, whenever I would go to the dining hall at the start, I would just end up getting like nine, 10 servings of whatever food it was because like it was just readily available for you to just get like i said it's pretty much it's buffet style um and i would do that even after like putting maybe a little bit too much on my original plate and i would just keep going back and back and back for more so what i started to do was that first um that first serving i just did like one not not one scoop but like just an adequate amount <laughs> um something that like i would uh, like in a malware i would have to eat it and then kind of think about how i'm feeling um physically mentally like am i satiated like it like the servings i would give myself in that first serving would be enough to like satiate me i wouldn't feel like overly stuffed whereas like my first month or two in college i would just stack my plate until I feel overly stuffed on the first serving, then go back for more. But by kind of like, like say the the dinner was like chicken, pasta, and like string beans or something. I would, um, you know, like I feel like that first month or two, I would put like eight pieces of chicken on, like four scoops of pasta, like four giant scoops of pasta, and like three servings of string beans. And I would feel like overly stuffed. But then I'm like, then my then in my head, I'm like, oh wait, I I can go back for more, and I would get more even though I'm already full. Um, so, you know, after some trial and error, I would go up and then for that same meal, I would just do, you know, two or three slices of chicken, maybe a scoop or two of pasta and like a serving of string beans, eat that, see how I feel. And if I'm still hungry, then go back for more because it's always going to be there. It's kind of just like with binge eating or just like anything with binge eating, like the food will most likely be there tomorrow. Like you don't have to eat it all right now, right then and there, it will be there the next day. And the same applies with the dining hall. Like it's it's just simply gonna be there um for another serving if you want it. Like if you really like if I if I eat that and I'm and my stomach's still growling and I just don't feel satisfied yet, I'll go back for more and get, you know, maybe another piece or two of chicken, another scoop of pasta, and another serving of string beans, and you know, then reevaluate after I eat that. And if I'm stuffed, then I then I'm good and I and I remember that, okay, like this meal will probably be here tomorrow and the next day. And if I want it again, I can have it then. I don't need to, you know, overdo it right now because I'm full and like I'm, I'm done. Um, so those two things with the dining hall, like just kind of taking your time. Like it, it, I know the dining hall seems like really hectic. If you've been in, in one, if you had that experience, it seems hectic because like it's pretty crowded. Usually there's always people walking around and like in a million different directions, there's so many options to choose from. And like, and I think just taking advantage of that of of all those options, like really grazing the dining hall, seeing what you think feels best or tastes best, or just honoring your cravings instead of immediately, you know, like for me, like like I said, I would just immediately go to the main line and get one of everything there, feel stuff, then go back for more, and then it just it was just a horrible. I, I just physically didn't feel good. Um, so taking it slow, walking around the dining hall for you know taking a lap and just seeing what feels best, and then. When I get the food that I think feels best, um, just having a serving, seeing how I feel, reevaluating, and then get more if I need to. And if I don't, I know it'll be there tomorrow. So those two tips with the dining hall like really helped me a lot um, with like 
getting over that initial bout of binge eating I dealt with in college, um, my freshman year. And like I said, it's tough because like you're on your own. Like I didn't have um, anyone to kind of, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say I didn't have anyone to like talk to about it, but it's just, you know, like you just, it's a whole, it's, it's the whole culture shock thing. You just feel so like isolated and just like separated from the people you normally know. So you feel like you're kind of going through this by yourself. So these two little tips helped me out a lot when I was going through this, you know, in a sense by myself. Okay, so we've talked about the dining hall and certain, you know, tactics I like to use to um, navigate the dining hall the best I can, um, which I think are really helpful. Um, so now I just want to talk about like it's like a generalized tip I have for anyone in college or someone who's entering college if they're struggling with food or, you know, they're trying to heal their relationship with food. And it's this one is like pretty, I don't know, cliche and straightforward. Like I said, it's general, um, but it's just like get is active on campus as much as you possibly can when i say active i don't mean just like exercising i mean like get involved on campus um you know things that will get your mind off of food like this is more of like a thinking about food 24 7 kind of issue and that happened to me a lot my sophomore year because my sophomore year was the like the covid year basically like like i got sent home in march my freshman year so covid happened my freshman year and so then going into my sophomore year was that first year of covid and like um that that whole college experience so like everything was so restricted you couldn't really see anyone like you couldn't really do anything the gym was basically closed like um dining halls were so restricted like um everything was online it was just such a weird time um so i found myself a lot getting caught into thinking about food all the time because in my mind there's really nothing else to think about um and that was not fun you know thinking about food all the time is not fun because you just feel like you know at least for me i felt like i was just trapped in my dorm all day because my classes were online i couldn't really go anywhere i didn't have a car on campus at the time i couldn't go anywhere um like i said you can really see anyone half the student population had covid anyways so it's like you literally couldn't see anyone if you even tried um so you just don't really know what to do besides like think about food. Um, and that was tough because, you know, when you think about food, you just, you know, you just get that sense of like brain fog and you just like, you just can't get your mind off of it and it sucks. Um, so with that in mind to avoid situations like me, um, get as involved as you possibly can on campus. And like, I've followed that to a T like, I don't know, I'm, I'm in, you know, I have a job on campus. I'm in a fraternity on campus. Um, I I am a TA for one of my classes. Like I'm just constantly like, not constantly, but I have a relatively busy schedule that, you know, keeps me on my feet and it keeps me like occupied. Um, so that way I'm not always thinking about food. I have other responsibilities to cater to. Um, and the more that happens, um, the less you think about food. It's just like a direct correlation. Um so just like, you know, I don't know how many universities have things like these, but I know my university, you know, at the beginning of every semester, they have like this thing called um, university day. And it's pretty much like where like every club will, um, every club, every like sport, every organization on campus will like kind of introduce themselves and you kind of can like get a, I don't know, um, grip on what they're all about and you can find what you're interested in and, um you can join one of those clubs and groups or teams or organizations. Um, and 
that way, if you join that, you also may also do the besides your classes. Um, I mean, I know for some people it's impossible because their, their course work is like their course load is like ridiculously tough. So I understand that. But if you feel like you have too much free time on your hands and you just find yourself thinking about food all the time, like just get involved on campus. Um, if there's like, I know, you know, if there's like a hiking trail or something, go on some hikes, um, just find things, like I said, it's so cliche, but like getting active on campus goes such a long way because you just, you blink and like three hours go by and you're like, oh shit, I didn't think about food once and now I'm hungry. So now I'm ready to eat. And that's when I'll think about food. Not, you know, the second I just finished my lunch, now I'm going to think about food for the next three hours and what I'm going to eat next. No, I'm going to eat my lunch and then go to this club meeting or go to this 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 intramural team practice or go to this i don't know this certain event and like that'll occupy my time and that's something that is beneficial for my time and that is useful and then when i'm hungry again after that or maybe there's food there uh when i'm hungry then i'll think about food then i'll eat and then i'll go on to the next thing or i'll do my schoolwork or i'll find a job and go to work for a couple hours just like anything you can do to like get involved and to like just take your mind off food it goes such a long way because the more reps you get in with not thinking about food, the easier it is to not think about it. I know it's just like, it's just pretty straightforward, but that's just how it is. Like, you know, the more involved you get over time, you, you're, you're just, your focus is solely aligned with those things and not food. Uh, and you can think about and focus on food when it's actually time to eat and you're hungry. So that just getting involved on campus, I know, like I said, it's so cliche, but it goes such a long way, I promise. Okay, so as important as it is to get involved um, on campus, um, just so you you know, you're out and about doing things. Um, it is important to make sure that you still find times in your day to sit down and have a meal. Um, just because you you simply can't go um, a day in college without eating. It's just it's just simply not going to cut it. Um, you know, and I, I understand how busy college is, and it seems like you might be running a million miles an hour because you have. All these, all these assignments do you have these, you know, on-campus activities you have to go to, you have a social life to keep up with, you might have a job. Like, there's all these things. I totally understand college is fucking, like, it is so stressful sometimes. But that's no excuse not to eat still, uh, you know. So my tip or something that I do is every semester when I'm making my schedule, you know, if I'm able to and every single time I am able to, um, I find times in the day where I know I can sit down and have a meal like without being rushed where I can just, you know, mindfully sit and eat and use that food as my fuel to, you know, go about the rest of my day. Because, you know, it, like I said, college is so stressful and you're, you're going to need food to get you through that. Like you just are uh, as, as, you know, scary as it might be like, you know, food is, is good for us. Like we, we need it to live and, it's going to be a lot easier to go through college when you're satiated and not, you know, going days without eating. And again, I get it because, you know, I, I overall hate when people say things like, oh, I just like simply forgot to eat. But, you know, sometimes in college, that, that's just it happens. And I'm not going to condone it because it's not good. And, you know, at the start, it is it, it might you might find yourself in this position because you're not used to it because, you know, you're you're on your own for your, for the first time. And there might be times where, you know, you have class for, you know, three hours and you have to do all this work for another three hours. And then you have this job you have to go to, then you have to go to this like on campus activity you have to go to. And you just, uh, you feel like you just, you know, you, you can't get a break, um, which I totally understand. But 
you have to realize how important it is that you need to keep fueling yourself during the day in college. Like, so what I do is like, I look at my schedule and I, you know, say, okay, like, like today, for example, today's Wednesday. My first class isn't until 11. I'm, it's actually, it's almost 11. Actually, it's like 1030 right now. Um, but I know that anytime before 11, like, like, let's say I woke up at nine today. Um, I know that from anywhere between from a nine, from like 915 to 11, I can take time to eat something and eat slowly and mindfully and get myself right for the day. And that's what I did. I literally just ate breakfast before I, I started recording this. Um, so that's that time block for the morning. And then I'm in class from 11 until about one. And then I have this free hour from one to two because um, I have work at two. So from one to two, I can come back to my apartment and make myself lunch and like sit and enjoy it and feel that nourishment and then go to work. And then I'm out of work at around five. Then I'll come back at five and have a snack. And then I'm done with my day at five. So once I have my snack, I'll, you know, do whatever, do some homework or something. Then once, you know, I'm hungry again, then I'll make myself dinner around whatever time that may be. Um, so like just, you know, finding, you know, an hour, half hour to an hour where like, you know, you can, you know, go to the dining hall and get yourself something to eat um, and just thoroughly sit there and enjoy it. Because like I said, like you need it you need food to, to get you through, through the day, regardless if you're in college or not, you, you need food to get you through the day. And college, I'm telling you, college is going to get a lot or college gets a lot easier when you're, when you feel just satiated and nourished throughout the day and you're not starving and low fatigue and just so low on energy. And like, you feel like you can't get anything done because if you're, I don't know about you, but back when I would restrict, I would get such bad brain fog where I couldn't get anything done whatsoever and this was you know thankfully in my case this, this was before i went to college so like this was when I was in, this was this was when i was in high school so the workload wasn't as you know hectic as college because college workload is a lot more hectic than high school workload um but you know thankfully once i got to college i was done restricting so i didn't feel this brain fog trying to get college work done i was able to get it done because i knew that i needed to eat um so if you you know if you decide to to not eat in college um things are just going to get so tough for you. It's just, it, it's really tough. It, like, it, it, it will be really tough. Um, and I, again, I totally understand how scary it might, it might be and it's a whole new situation and you're on your own and um, you feel this like weird sense of freedom and you don't really know how to like navigate it yet. But I'm telling you like setting times throughout the day based on your schedule where you know you can sit down and have a meal, whether it be by yourself or with people you met, um, for like half an hour to an hour, like it literally makes all the difference. I know it sounds kind of silly, but it, it makes all the difference. Um, and it's just going to help you go throughout your, your, your college days so much. And like the more, you know, reps you get in with this, um, the easier it's going to get. And it's, it's just going to become part of your, your routine. Like eating is going to become part of your routine. And that's, that's what we want. Um, so that that's what I do is just like making sure that I know there are just certain times throughout the day where I know I can eat a meal and feel satiated and can go about my day after eating the meal. Alrighty. So my last tip for, you know, navigating college, if you're struggling with food or have had a poor relationship with food, if you have an eating disorder is to just have compassion for yourself. I mean, I say this all the time, but you know, like I've mentioned in this episode, like college is literally for a lot of people, it's a whole new way of life. Like you're literally, you know, on your own, you have all this freedom. Um, it's just like, you know, like I mentioned, it's like, it's like a culture shock. You just like, you don't know what to do at times, like with yourself, you have all this like 
you just feel like a totally different person. And you know, that, that takes time to adjust to. And like things might happen. You might have a slip up, you might have a bad day or bad week. Um, and if that happens, which it might just have compassion for yourself, you know, remind yourself that like, this is literally like a whole new life. You have a lot of shit going on. It's stressful. Um, it's aggravating. It's just have that, have compassion for yourself and understand that like, it's okay. As long as you like make, you know, the effort to navigate recovery every single day, all that matters. And Dude, there, I mean, I guess every university is different, but there's so many helpful resources on campus um, just because, you know, the the outreach for, you know, mental health um, um, awareness has like gone up a ton over the past decade, which is great. And, you know, universities and colleges take advantage of that by having all these helpful resources. Like, so if you find yourself in, you know, a place where you feel like, things are kind of slipping a little bit. You don't really know what to do. You don't know who to turn to. I know it's really scary, but like going to these resources on campus, you know, they are helpful. Like, I mean, I can't speak for every college, but like they, they are there to help you, um, without judgment. Like I, I've never been myself, but I've worked in the the health and wellness, um, program at my campus. And just based on my experience of working there for, um, however long I worked there for it, like it is a no judgment zone like everyone's there to help you um it's all encouragement and you know it's it's great so like if you ever find yourself struggling please like use those resources do not wait to you know seek help like the the longer you wait the the worse things you're going to get um and that's not what you want especially if you feel you know start to feel isolated in this environment and you just feel like you don't know what to do waiting to seek help is not the way to go is things are just going to get worse um like i promise like if if you reach out for help like you will if your campus has those resources and i know not, not every campus does which is unfortunate but if your campus does which it probably will um use them that's what they're there for um you can only do so much on your own <laughs> um you know there's so there's so many like support groups and um resources and just you know, people that want to help, like they are there to literally help you, um, get you through this time. Cause like, they know how stressful of a time college is and, um, they want to help you out to get to a better place. And, um, they want you to know that like, you're not alone. There's so many people who are struggling with mental health things in college and life in general. But, um, yeah, if you find yourself slipping and you feel like you need someone to talk to, like use those on-campus resources. Um, that's literally what they're there for. Um, they will help you. And, um, yeah, those are really all my tips. I mean, I have a little, I have a couple more. Um, <laughs> I feel like I can do a whole episode on like alcohol in college because um, that's just a whole thing with people with eating disorders, like, you know, drunkorexia, I think they call it. Um, <clears throat> that is that is a real thing. Um, I could do an episode on that. I just wanted to leave that one aside for now. But yeah, those are my like tips and things that I do or that I did when I first started college. Um, I, I know it's a weird time to put this episode out because it's not August, but you know what the the next college semester starts in like two months anyway so it, it'll it, this is like an evergreen kind of episode so hopefully you you know you try one of these tips if you're you know starting college or you're about to go to college or you're in college and you don't really know what to do or where to start um hopefully one of these have helped um just because yeah I, I get it college college sucks sometimes and it's stressful and it's ridiculously busy and you don't you don't even feel like a real person sometimes so um just finding ways to kind of like get back to your yourself and to, you know, make sure you're eating enough and um, enjoying college. College is fun and you don't want <clears> to, 
you don't want to live your college life on an empty stomach. So, um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this one. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Bobby podcast. If you found this episode relatable, if you resonated with it in any way, if it made you feel less alone, that's truly amazing. That's incredible. Um, because that's the goal of this podcast. I really want to make and help others feel less alone, whatever they're going through, because this, this stuff is tough, you know, like ED recovery is tough and I never want anyone to feel alone in this. Cause I know there were times I felt alone. So, um, I never want anyone to feel alone. So if you, um, found this episode enjoyable, make sure to subscribe to this podcast, check out my TikToks. Um, I will leave all those links in the description. I really appreciate you listening. You're all the best. Have a great rest of your day.